Hello, grandkids, and welcome to Stunt Granny Audio 893. This is Kevin DeFrango. On the other end is Chris Calamita. What is up, good sir? Not a heck of a lot, Kevin. How about yourself? Uh, well, uh, always feels a little strange doing these on a Wednesday. Uh, this time around, though, makes a lot more sense uh, why we did it on Wednesday. Um, I was calling it Super Tuesday. I believe AEW was they were officially calling it Title Tuesday, if I'm not mistaken, for their show. And did NXT have a fancy name, or were they just calling it NXT still? I think they were just calling it NXT. They they didn't need a fancy name. <laughs> they did this all on their own, <laughs> having faith in their regular roster. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I mean, that was pretty hilarious how many people uh, came over. And, I mean, just on top of it, how many uh, surprises they ended up adding in. Because I don't know when I, I... I feel like it was pretty close to uh, the time of airing. For some reason, I had missed The Undertaker's uh, Bell on some of the uh, advertisements for NXT. Um, so I didn't even know that he was a tease until fairly last minute, uh, I will admit. I feel like I saw something about it on Twitter. So I was just like, oh, 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 they are really loading up that much, huh? Because, I I mean, I did laugh earlier in the week when the pissing contest uh, went further and the WWE's like, hey, our first 30 minutes is going to be commercial free. And then uh, less than 24 hours, Tony Khan's like, hey, our first half hour is going to be commercial free too. Uh, The... uh, I am a fan if uh, if the wrestling fans win and uh, everyone gets into a pissing contest. Oh, there was quite the pissing contest. And most of the pissing and the moaning was coming from one Tony Khan who just, he, he was on one for about two days straight. I'm not sure that man slept for about two days. Uh, I don't know. It probably doesn't do much for some of the... Uh, Rumors that go around about Tony Khan's uh, recreational <laughs> activities. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but he, he certainly uh, took this personally. And just, you know, went on, a, went on a Twitter rampage. Booked a pre-show for his, <laughs> for his free TV show. Brought in Minoru Suzuki for that and... Had him face Eddie Kingston, which a oh, fine little match, um, and just generally doing the thirty minute thing. Now, honestly, I really feel like AEW overhyped their show with all the oh. big episodes they've, all the gimmick episodes they've done. You know, basically doing war games on free TV three years in a row, <laughs> the, the Grand Slam shows, all the times the world title's been on the line on. On free TV. This really was not. <laughs> slightly above the usual dynamite. Oh. At most. <coughs> um. Ever. 
Yeah, yeah, because I'm trying to think of any real surprises that happened, and there uh, there weren't really any. No, there, there really weren't. Um, you know, the, the show was largely built up. It was built around you know having two title matches as well as having Adam Copeland's first match against Luchasaurus. Uh, Adam Copeland, as of this moment, not exactly laying the world on fire, <laughs> um, both in terms of what he's bringing to with live attendance and what his first match brought uh, ratings-wise, because NXT uh, solidly defeated AEW. Um, you know, this is this is NXT. This has dominated for the last two years. Been established as you know a- NXT's night. And AEW no. was, you know, on an unfamiliar night. And as we mentioned, NXT absolutely, uh, you know, loaded up the show. So it's not surprising. But once again, AEW, you know, Tony Khan used to look at himself in the mirror and not put that mirror, not put that mirror on a table and roll up a dollar bill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, and he needs to really figure out what is wrong with his shows right now. The answers are some people could say obvious, and and, and I know maybe they're not as simple as some people will, will want to say they are. Have because we're about a year into them, you know, you know, having you know, revert, you know going backwards, basically. Basically, they're, they're, they're no momentum. They're essentially, you know, you know. Regressing, and it doesn't feel like there's a lot that they can do right now. You know, grabbing fifty-year-old Edge was not was not going to be the be all end all. Um, uh, yeah, <laughs> it's kind of funny uh, how much uh, maybe truth there was to Christian uh, talking about. Was that on? Rampage or Collision? Because uh, I'm just—it's dawning on me that it wasn't on Dynamite last night. I don't think where he explained himself. Yeah, that was that. Yeah, that was before the, the before the match that that, that, he, that he explained himself. Oh. Um. Yeah, because just kind of in general, Edge has not had. I mean, we've talked about it a bit where uh, even his WWE comeback is maybe not lived up to maybe what we thought it would. And I'm not sure that it's gotten off to a roaring start on AEW either. No, it really hasn't. I mean, Christian is great. Christian is in the argument for the most entertaining person in in in, in, in all of wrestling, he he, he really is with yep. how he has how he has reinvented himself here. Reinvented himself without really changing much of his clothes or his hair or anything that like that about himself. You know, he has you know reinvented his personality to become just the ultimate dick heel, and it's fantastic. But him and Edge as opponents. Never played off each other all that great. I I, I don't think. No. It, 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 and they only feuded briefly, really, in like two thousand one 
the fog of the invasion storyline, and like I think all oh. the matches were together together against each other were in the, were, were, were in the, when everyone was in that fog after nine eleven, <laughs> basically. So you almost remember nothing, or certainly don't remember anything positive about that period of time. Uh, yeah, not um, <clears throat> not the strongest string of wrestling to be had. No, and then they were. were kept separate, you know, for all what, you know, a, a short period and like, I think it was probably, probably, might have been the few months that, you know, before Edge was, you know, forced out the first time, you know, was, oh. you know, they, you know they, they were teasing a comeback and maybe they did, maybe they did one or two tag matches during that period. Not a lot. Not, right. Not anything I, 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 not anything I strongly remember for sure. That's kind of, what we said, and, 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 and Adam said it in his promo on Saturday. He came back, it, the ideal way for him to come back would been, have been teaming with Christian. Oh. That would make it worse. This, for him to come back and, and, and have a match with Luchasaurus, who pretty much everyone has given up on, let's just be honest. And and then what? He's going he's gonna to mess around with Nick Wayne next after that? What? 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 what you know? And we are so far away from getting Christian to, to the point where he could be he could believably turn face. We're probably closer to having have Adam Copeland turn heel so they can team. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're that that position hasn't uh, changed a whole lot from from the previous week. <laughs> no, 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 no. And, and Christian should Christian probably should never be babyface again. <laughs> for, for, whatever, for whatever the rest of his career is. So then it's just what is. You know, what what is Adam Copeland here for? What else does what what really does he have to do? And the answer is really not that much. But not that out not that much isn't isn't the answer to how much they're paying him probably. <laughs> so it's just they brought another guy with a name. They really don't seem to have a great solid plan of what to do with him. And their quote unquote homegrown quote unquote young stars are looking at heading to WWE. They're seeing the Jade Car. We mentioned it last week. They're seeing the Jade Cargill red carpet being pulled out for almost literally. They almost literally had Triple <laughs> and Shawn Michaels. <laughs> that yeah, that was the only way that would have been more red carpet. Quite frankly. Yeah, so, you know, <laughs> if there had been an actual one, or, or, or anyone else in AEW who's frustrated with their push and with Tony Khan's creative and with all the backstage chaos, isn't looking at that and seeing, hmm, this could be, you know, and and that's the message that's being sent. They're using Jade Cargill to send a message. Well, we will treat we will we will we will we will treat we will treat you right. Well, and I mean, you can even argue that it extends back to um, Cody Rhodes. You know, everyone thought that that was a reunion that wasn't really going to happen, honestly. And now Cody Rhodes is at worst second. You know, to Roman Reigns. Yeah, no, no, he, 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 he absolutely. And, and, and yeah, Jade is getting a push, and even uh, honestly, even uh, I'm gonna go here. Uh, what a 
Oh, I can't remember what Brian Pillman Jr. changed his name to. Something King. Which um, is a whole... I mean... But... It was well done... I, okay, we'll talk about that. It it was well done. It explained who he is. They didn't. They're not hiding from who he is and giving giving him a silly name or giving him a silly name, but still also acknowledging who his father really was. <laughs> yes. Um, you know, he, he's explaining it. You know, the tragedy. He's you know, but what happened? How he lost his father at such a young age? He doesn't really remember him, but he's got this name, and of course. You know, there, there, there might be an element of heel heat here because he's got his hair exactly like his dad. Well, a bad version of his, of his dad's hair. Uh, well, I mean, and he's dressed. He, 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 that outfit was literally something his dad wore <laughs> on TV a, a number of times that he was wearing in that in that vignette. Uh, yeah, the, the the problem is that that uh, gentleman has straight hair, and his father had curly hair and yes you just don't do like uh my brothers all have curly hair they could do stuff with their hairdo that i could not because my hair is straight like it's just yeah the way that you, so yeah trying to have the same look is uh well i mean i guess he's always kind of had the same look hasn't he i mean he always he, has and you know he, 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 you know i mean you can obviously tell who his father was if you knew his father. I mean, oh. he's, he's not going to be able to hide that, to hide that much. <laughs> so it's, you know, they're going to try with him. We'll see. Uh, well, <laughs> yeah, but I, I guess that was my point. Like, even if you think, because you were talking about the younger wrestlers, and maybe even someone like him uh Gets a better developmental ladder to move up. Oh yeah, because he was not getting any kind of the, of, of a ladder. He was not getting any any kind of the seasoning he needed. You know, it, it was it was never going to work in AEW. And yeah, you know, AEW puts on I think a largely normal show. Um, you know, there's no real surprises, just, you know, pretty straightforward, uh, you know, two titles did change, yeah. one of those two titles that did change do kind of felt like, you know, correcting decisions that shouldn't have been made, made in the first place. <laughs> uh, yeah, but that is pretty hilarious that both of those, uh, I, well, the, the, the Orange Cassidy one... Uh, I could have seen making sense had John Moxley not ended up injured. Well, yes, no. but, Phoenix was never supposed to be. Was never supposed to win that match. Yeah, so they pretty much were like, uh, I, I don't know if they had a rematch plan for Orange somewhere down the line. Maybe they, 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 they may. Have, well, they were probably. Well, Moxley was probably going to destroy Phoenix, take the title, and then and then go to eventually get back to. Moxley and Orange, and we're still gonna get to Moxley and Orange, but yeah, we just might be a little further off from it than we expected. Might be. I mean, they announced the match last week. I, I assume fully expected that Moxley was gonna be able to do it, but uh, he wasn't cleared. Which is once again a weird decision on Tony Khan's part to even advertise the match in the first place. No. Oh. 
Uh, yeah, that's, that's a l- little bit of a head-scratcher there. Tony's definitely made his uh, fair share of uh, head-scratching <laughs> head decisions. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I, I guess, yeah, the orange one wasn't quite as much of a course correction so much as, uh, hey, we got into a weird spot with the with the whole title change so i it 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 makes sense to put it back on orange for the t- for the time being yeah um and then yeah the hikaru shida uh recapturing the championship against uh Soraya. i i saw Soraya take bumps finally yes it it she is not the same wrestler that she was pre-injury. No, she is not. But that was the best match she's been in since she's been back, without a doubt. She is very, very good. So you know, yes, and I, you know, you know, the best kind of opponent for 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 Saray to be in the ring with. But they went with the title change, and I am mad. I don't. No, if I necessarily see where Soraya goes from here, once again, does Tony Khan admit that he 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 bought himself eleven there? Uh, I mean, he, I mean, he'll never say it out loud. He he won't really. He does not. He doesn't. You know, in, 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 in the way he thinks that he's better than Vince McMahon because he doesn't release people from their contracts unless they give just cause to let their contract go. Through. You'll run through. Now, granted, if she's whether whether she's had a two year deal or a three year deal, <laughs> that's a two year deal. She's, she's got almost two years left with her. <laughs> oh um, man, yeah, that's that would be pretty wild if she has another uh, another two years. Yeah, honestly, because you're right. Like there isn't a whole lot. She's kind of already done her. Because has she feuded with Britt? Yeah, she's feuded with Britt when she came as a baby face, and then they oh, kind of yeah. continued on as a as a, as, a, as, a, as a team. Once again, the outcasts are already broken up. Tony Tony Storm is doing her own her own thing, and it's magnificent. Um, <laughs> yes, yes, that Ruby's just kind of Ruby Soho is just kind of floating in the cloud, floating around as she's she's done for most of the last two years. Um, and then she, you know, once again, you know, she had her stable, she won the title, now she's lost the title, she's lost her stable. Doesn't feel like there's much, there's, there's, there's much there for her, for, left for her to do. Uh, yeah, and she's had most of her matches that she's gonna have. Yeah, there's nothing really to, you know, push for. Once again, she was never the great worker that people envisioned all these dream matches for her anyway. Uh, oh. And maybe, maybe if Mercedes Monet is actually coming in, she's been trying this. She's she was doing this Mercedes Mercedes Monet character as a heel in Japan. Oh, so she you know granted beyond the initial pop, she could come in as a heel and Russell Sheeta, Russell Bitbaker, and whoever else is you know in 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 and around the division. Now, once again, I don't think she's coming. I think she'll maybe maybe carry around to 
you know, New Japan, both here and overseas and, or I should say, both overseas and their, and the U.S. satellite company for a little bit. But at this point, I'm, I'm, well, I, not a lot of money, but maybe I'd be willing to bet a little, a little bit of money that she'll be in the Royal Rumble. Uh, oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I can see that happening. Yeah. Uh, you know, you know uh, we, we, we've discussed it before, so I mean, I'm not yes. really going to belabor the point that uh, the women, especially the women's division uh, in AEW is just a real mess. It, it, it is a mess. And, but maybe more people need to do what Britt Baker did, need to do what Tony Storm has been doing. And just invite a, and just invent a character that makes Tony Khan laugh. So you get a lot of TV time. Because that seems to be his his, his only joy in, 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 in pushing women. Oh, let's be honest. Uh, yeah, because, I mean, even... Um, it seemed like Chris Statlander was getting a half-decent push. But she isn't now, you know? Like, they gave her the initial push after coming back... But the TBS championship has just been kind of hidden for like a month I mean, now. She, she, I mean, she had the Julia Hart match at Russell Dream. Oh. Now, granted, now Julia Hart, there's another person who's reinvented herself as a character and was doing some really good work. And honestly, there's probably a strong argument to just to, to have her win that title and, 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 and push her even stronger. Because uh, Chris Statlander, as just normal Chris Statlander without the alien gimmick. And and, kind of, and also moving her away from best friends, she's less than she was, I think, before she before she you know got her. I feel like she could use more it, uh, along that lines. Like she needs more character development if they're going to leave her as a solo. Yes, yeah, she, she does. Yes, yeah, she doesn't have the alien thing anymore. She doesn't have best friends anymore. But she needs to be something. Yeah, yeah. yeah everyone it, needs to be something. Yep, that's uh, that's what I could definitely see for her is just because like they did take the time out at least to talk about why she is always doing the sign language and uh well oh mama's home I believe is what she kept on it keeps on saying so they've done that but I they need to kind of you know do more work on that. So, um, yeah, 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 so the women over there, uh, yeah, you've got to do something, uh, really over the top and, uh, really not wrestling related to get pushed, <laughs> except for her, Hikaru Shida. She seems to be the only one that seems to be charmed, uh, really, uh, interesting choice for the first three-time champion. She is very good, and she did, you know, can be that kind of a cornerstone for the division, such as it is. Yeah, I do really like her as a wrestler. Um, but yeah, uh, she's almost in that category of I wouldn't mind seeing her over in the WWE, you know? <laughs> Not sure that that will ever happen, but uh, one can think about it at least. 
Um, I'm trying to think. I feel like we've at least hit more of Dynamite. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we can get to NXT because there is definitely one more part of Dynamite we need to talk about. Uh, the roll of quarters. <laughs> this week of all week. <laughs> to, do, to, to do that. Um... Uh, this day and age, what, we, we talked about it with the Cody stuff, and when he was shooting with, what's his name, the, the British boxer guy. Oh, Anthony Agogo. It just doesn't work. Agogo. It just doesn't work anymore. People get a, people get a, people get mad. They get offended, and they blame. They, it doesn't get heel heat. They just blame the company for putting it on their television. And there's, what, you know, this whole thing with the Bullet Club and the MJF. It didn't need this. They didn't. You didn't need to go there. Because Bullet Club are like regular members of the roster. I keep on trying to figure out simply because it, it at least the one article that I read that because I honestly don't remember it that MJF has brought up being hit by quarters in his promos he, when he was a kid growing up or is it just from it. interviews So that's why I, I I guess I read that uh, I think before actually watching the segment, and I I, I I to me yeah maybe it falls in that category that you were talking about is that maybe you just stay away from that type of thing, but it also kind of feels like. Uh, that there's a little stretching going on with the whole situation, you know? Yeah. You know, or it's just... <laughs> yeah, it, it it feels a little much to me sometimes, or it's just like, guys, yeah, like, it, it, since... If MJF hadn't ever mentioned it, and if the article that I read is correct, and I think it is, that he's mentioned it at least three times in AEW, like, it's kind of part of canon, and... Yeah, I know what's going on, but yeah, I, I guess like you said, like it it didn't really need the extra fuel. They already have the championship, and they're being dicks about giving it back. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. No, that's it too. It just you didn't you don't really need to go there. I was saying, it's it's not it's not it's not it's not my job. I mean, <laughs> champion has been doing mostly comedy for, for the last like three or four months 
So now we're going to have to do this real sharp pivot to this. Now we're going to be doing a a very dark and serious tone to all of this. That's uh, that is definitely what we're getting. Uh, it, it it really uh, ninety degreed in a hurry. Yes, it, it, yeah, it, it really did. And, you know, MJF and Jay White is, I guess, a fine thing to do. But once again, it's it's, it's not going to. No matter what you do, this is not going to set the world on fire. You know, Juice Roberts and the Ass Boys aren't really over. <laughs> Jay White's over a little bit, but. Once again, the story of his career—he's—he's put—he's way less over than than his push. Pretty much. Uh, yeah, I I'm, I can't really say all that much uh, about uh, his uh, New Japan stuff since I was not really watching that. I've always oh, liked. Oh, I watched it up. I, I I've always liked Jay White, but uh, he doesn't blow my socks off either. No, he really doesn't, and, we, and we're in this situation now where, of the three men's singles championship in AEW, it feels like the world champion is in, is third <laughs> because of you know Christian Cage being so over as a heel, because of all the work Orange Cassidy put into the international title. And then all this silly comedy that we've been doing since like June with the with the world champion involved and him not even defending his title on two of the last three pay per views. <laughs> no, no, the last two pay per views. Excuse me. Uh, he only defended the title on, on on the Grand Slam episode of Dynamite after Wembley. He has not defended the and he apparently won't defend the title now again until November eighteenth, which is still over a month away. Oh, I mean, I guess at least it is a serious feud, but, uh... Yeah. Yeah. But it's still wrapped in all this this stuff that they're doing with Adam Cole and Roderick Strong, and two weeks in a row of... of, of we didn't get the point last week. <laughs> Adam Cole has to now, is, is going along now in his cast. Uh... Uh, all I could think of during that segment was, man, your lawn is large enough. Why do you not have a riding mower? Is really what I was thinking during that segment. So, uh, yeah. It, it, they're kind of funny. Uh, I enjoy the the silliness of them. Not sure if that's necessarily the best thing for your product and for your champion. And and I'm the more that they talk about Adam Cole needing two surgeries, but the more they keep him on TV, it, it, it almost makes me convinced that they're trying to sell this injury as worse than it really is. I'm pretty sure that's what's happening because I. We mentioned before where, where, yeah. where, where I think we, where we both think this is going, and yeah. it's where it's where this thing needs to go. It it, it, it needs to go that so I'm not going to even complain about it being obvious. <laughs> so let, we'll just let it play out. So, again, after get another pay per view, AW will have to you know 
reboot again. <laughs> oh. MJF betrayed by his only real friend. Yeah, it's, that's where we're going. It, 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 it has to be at this point. Um, I guess uh, the other thing that uh, maybe needs to be talked about because I, I, I think that one's pretty pretty dry there. Uh, Swerve Strickland and Brian Danielson are the ones that uh, get the honors to uh, lead off the uh, first thirty minutes. Uh, what did you think about uh, that being uh, what kicked off this show? In some ways, it was AEW playing to its strengths. A really good, a really good wrestling match. In other ways, it just it didn't feel like enough. The the idea the idea of them wrestling each other wasn't presented that as, as that big of a deal. Uh, you know, once again, but with what they had to lead off the show, maybe I would have let off with Edge. Instead of oh. finishing with him, and then put one of the two title matches last. Yeah, that that with two title matches and like, and they've both been fairly well defended. Like as much as uh, I can, as much as the women's division hasn't been great, uh, it has been featured at least. Yeah, you could have scored some points, you know, in, in, in that regard by making that match last or. Orange Cassidy on last. Start off, it was probably more important to start off hot than to end hot, I think. Oh. And they started off with, again, with a good wrestling match. Which, you know, any other night of the week, or the regular night of the week, you know, fine and good. But because they, because, you know, Tony Khan had to go through a tantrum and made this bigger than it is. Although I guess WWE, you know, struck first, I guess, in that regard. But, you know, whatever. It's, that's, that's what WWE does. You know, uh, it's, well, Tony did Khan they, is the one who can't afford to let himself get baited. I was going to say, did they actually... Did someone actually say something that got him started? Or did he just take offense because they kept on loading up the show and then loading up the show more? I think it was loading up the show and loading up the show more. <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, that's one of those t- tough cookies kind of moments. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Uh, yeah. You went on their day, you, you could have moved, moved to Thursday. <laughs> uh, yeah, where there is not a whole lot of competition. No, yeah, then you only got impact. <laughs> if you get that station. <laughs> um, exactly. Still so, do no, not. No, 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 I mean, they moved. <laughs> They moved themselves right to right to where NXT was, and you know the momentum was in the other direction. And, and it's been for a, I was oh. very 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 down at NXT for quite a while. You, you know that. Oh, but yeah. Becky Lynch has really been the spark for the turnaround, and I've been watching NXT most of the last few weeks. And then they went and decided to just go crazy with NXT. <laughs> uh, yeah, because uh, they ended up uh, 
Starting off, I'm trying to remember. Uh, oh yeah, because they just went with uh, the usual. Uh, <laughs> it felt kind of weird with them starting off with a talking segment and then moving to a match, but not having that. That was one where it was a little jarring to me not having a commercial between the talk segment and the match. Yeah, no, no. In, in that situation, yeah, it, it, when they've done this best, yeah, it it, 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 does, it can it can do that. But no, I mean, starting off with Cody was a good idea. You didn't give him Cena just yet, but you gave him Cody, and you know, no. Cody, you know, does his did his rap, did his you know stuff for in tribute to his dad and all that, and declared himself the general manager, and which meant that he was going to be on the show throughout the night. Which, once again, establishing a hook right there oh. for, 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 for a big name that is, is, is just is going to be there throughout the night. Um, then setting up the Ilja, 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 is it Ilja or Ilya? Ilya. Ilya and Dominic battle. Uh, you know, then they, they announced that LA Knight was, uh, you know, not previously announced LA Knight is going to be, was going to be a part of this, this match as the referee. That, that, the moment that they said that, I'm like, oh my god, what are they? <laughs> they are really trying to do everything they can. Like, yeah. I, I, I honestly was in tears when, when I started watching that, uh, when, when they mentioned that, I'm like, oh my God, like they are really doing everything. And I mean, I guess when there is any type of, uh, overlap, I, I do tend to watch AE or, uh, NXT first, just because I feel like I've enjoyed, I've been enjoying the hell out of it for a while, just because of some of the wacky skits that are good on AEW uh, yeah. I, feel, I, I feel like they also live in the uh, NXT universe. So, um, it's, uh, yeah. So, yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> yeah, NXT has been, uh, yeah, a lot of fun. And, uh, yeah, oh, the loading up. Uh, LA Knight got me off track there. So yeah, they it was just like, oh my gosh, they're even doing even more to try and keep the viewers on this station, which uh, you know, we've already talked about. They they really did. So yeah, I mean, we had an opening segment and then uh they kicked off uh, the wrestling fun with uh, Roxanne Perez versus Oscar. And uh Gotta admit, a little underwhelmed with this one. Yeah, it was. Uh, I, I, I felt it too. Yeah, it definitely. You know, maybe Cody went a little long, or the open, or just in general, the opening segment went a little long. Oh. To lead to you know that match's time getting cut. Um, it didn't really feel like Roxanne Perez got a lot of offense. Oh. Which is, I think is probably more, 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 more what you're talking about. It just didn't feel like. It was, it was much of a competitive match there. Uh, no, I was a little bit surprised because I knew that it wasn't a uh, a long match. But uh, as I'm looking at the re- this review, it's saying 6.15 for the match time. And I'm like, oof. That's a, I guess I would have uh, guessed more in the eight-minute uh, area. Yeah, I mean, it, 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 it,
Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, I, I, I can see the six minutes. Yeah, I can get, I can see that goes to the argument of getting, getting their time cut. Oh, yeah. Um, and no, match was fine. It's overwhel- underwhelming. No one comes for the main roster to lose, except for Dominic. <laughs> so, you know, you, you knew Asuka was going to win. But they really didn't make it close. They, it was, you know, and I mean, that kick looked great. <laughs> the, the kick looked. Oh, yeah, yeah. Things uh, like you said, like I, 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 even though it was underwhelming, it wasn't like a bad match. I guess so, you know, it. Uh, guess it is what it is. <laughs> One thing that I just got a hoot out of, and Jeremy and I talked about it, um, everyone arriving at the arena, and it started with John Cena pulling in in the Honda. The fact that Booker T just started laughing at him driving a Honda, I'm like, I'm just sitting there going, you, you know that he is literally the voice of Honda on TV, right? Yeah. This, what are you not getting here, Booker? Are you just laughing at the blatant advertisement that is going on in this segment? Uh, I, I, I wish we weren't sure which, uh, which was the case. So, um, yeah, but that did start. Uh, everyone, John Cena was the only one that parked in the parking lot. I did laugh that pretty much everyone who was in the parking lot acted wary and aware of the fact that multiple people have been attacked in the NXT parking lot. Because even Paul Heyman, when he showed up, he kind of made sure that the coast was clear. I mean, I I got a real hoot out of because I'm trying to think of who else uh, arrived uh, in an SUV, and I can't really. Re- oh no, Jade Cargill was the other one. She did not really need to look around because Shawn Michaels was there to greet her. Yeah. Um, and uh, and and that one's uh, that one's been talked about. Uh, yeah, maybe the least, uh, jazzed up match of the night, uh, was, uh, the Brawling Brutes plus Tyler Bate taking on Gallus in a pub well, rules match. Well, that was the least gassed up match. That was later. But, yes, uh, you know, but, no, they had a fun brawl. I, 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 I enjoyed this match thoroughly, so... Uh, yeah, it, it, it delivered for what it was supposed to be. Yes. You know, yeah, I was not expecting a technical masterpiece. They didn't overdo the bar stuff. They did enough of it to uh, make it come into play. And uh, yeah, uh, all those uh, gentlemen are good at brawling. So uh, not a complete shock that uh, that things worked out there. Uh, um, oh, yeah, I guess I almost forgot, uh, since we talked about John Cena's arrival, did not talk about his, uh, segment with, uh, Braun Breaker here. 
Yes, Braun Breaker getting to share the spotlight with John Cena. Also getting to share with multiple others as, 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 as the night would go on. No, no, this was this was definitely a showcase for Braun Breaker. And he went toe-to-toe with Cena on the mic. And Cena, at first, you almost think that he is going to just, you know, just bury him the way that he did Austin Theory. <laughs> but no, no, he just says you have a bad attitude, which, you know, that that's what we're trying to establish. And, and oh, <laughs> right now with him, so nothing. But he didn't say he didn't say, he didn't say anything like brutally honest, like, like he said to Austin Theory that Austin Theory will probably never recover from. Uh, yes, he did not get kneecapped. <laughs> Breaker did not get kneecapped like Austin Theory yeah, did. Cena kept his kept his criticisms in in, in character for sure, or or, or or within with the actual or within in, or in, in storyline. So. Uh, was, no, was their second was done well. Once again, this 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 show in many ways felt like a a a a main roster tryout for for, for one Braun Breaker. Uh, yeah, and I mean I'm not surprised. I mean, we've talked about, or at least Jeremy and I have talked about the fact that there isn't a lot left for him to do down there. Uh, they maybe wanted him to develop a little bit more, do the heel character. That seems to be going swimmingly. So, yeah, not a whole lot of places for him to go unless you feel like making him a two-time champion for some reason. Um... Yeah, I guess we could. Do we really need to talk about Dragonoff and Mysterio as far as the match itself goes? No, it's getting very by the numbers. You know, you figure Judgment Day's got to get involved, and LA Knight's going to thwart him, and then Dragonoff's going to pin Dominic Mysterio because once again, Dom is the only person from the main roster who, get, who, can, who, who, who can go down to NXT and take a loss. Uh. Yeah, Not that Colin Corbin, who's you know just a regular NXT roster member right now at this point. Uh, yeah, Baron Corbin's. I, I like the reboot, but it is kind of funny that he's uh, occupying the same spot in NXT that he did on the main roster. Well, no, he's he, 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 he he's is a little title. more featured. I mean, I, I, mean, I mean, his maybe his spot in 2018 <laughs> <laughs> or 2019. But yeah, not, not his, his spot over the last year or two. No, no, he, 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 he's higher up at least. He's higher yeah. up in NXT than he is than he was in WWE towards the end there. Uh, it was kind of funny that him and uh, I feel like him and uh, what's his name? Uh, Die Jack. I was almost going to go with Marion Cobretti just to be a smartass. Uh, that was kind of an interesting segment, uh, or part of that after match with, uh, Ilya and, and Dominic here that we ended up, uh, with Dijak attacking Dragunov before, uh, Baron Corbin could. Yeah. I don't know if that means another three, uh, a three-way match is on the horizon, but... Well, next week's the three-way match. Uh, oh. three-way match with, with, with the two of them and now... 
Oh. Uh, now Carmella. Yeah, that's right. For the Halloween Havoc title match. Yeah, that's right. Um, I guess since you've been watching for a couple of weeks, uh, anyone standing out to you in the uh, women's uh, breakout tournament here, sir? Absolutely not. That was the least buzzworthy part of the entire show. Uh, yeah, it, this one's been kind of interesting to me just because I don't feel like there's a whole lot of, uh, I, I feel like the other times they've done this, it almost seems like there's a predestined winner that you've heard some hype around. Um, there are a couple of people that they have featured in some segments. Uh, Lola Vice, who was in this match, uh, was not, and got the win. I was not surprised just because she's been featured in a tag team with Electra Lopez. And uh, I figure you're at least going to advance beyond the first round uh, in in, in that situation. Uh, Because her and uh, that Kalani Jordan, who also won a couple of weeks ago and had been with Dana Brooke, uh, you know, I would have been pretty shocked had she at least not won a uh, first round match. Yeah. So yeah, it it is kind of interesting. I don't feel like there's anyone in that field that I'm like, oh, they just signed that woman, and she, there she's supposed to be really good. So uh, I do feel like this is actually going to be one that uh, we will find out if someone actually, because even last year's it was Roxanne Perez. You kind of saw that one coming. Yeah. Uh, this one, uh, I'm I'm not seeing uh, it at all. Uh, who well, no, wait, who wait, it wait, might wait. be? Wasn't Roxanne Press two years ago? Uh, no, they've been saying last year, but maybe well, it I is mean, two I mean, years ago. Or maybe she was the last win, the last winner, and yeah, it wasn't exactly a year ago. Yeah, some of that because 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 her teaming up with Corey Jade followed that. Then came their breakup. <laughs> yeah, I'm, won- I'm actually interested in this one, so um. <laughs> then she won. Then she won that Iron Survivor thing. Then she immediately beat Mandy Rose because they had to fire Mandy Rose. Yeah. Uh. Uh. Yep. Yeah, because then her and Jade. Uh, what are they saying? Oh, uh, around April 15th of, uh, 22. So yeah, it just would have been last year. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cause they, they stagger when they do these. I mean, it's, been, it's by the time they get around to doing a new dusty classic, it'll be almost two years since the last one. Uh, yeah. I think that's what it is, is that it's just, uh, was quite a, quite a while ago. Yeah. Yeah. Cause. Wow, it feels like so much has happened in that time period. <laughs> <laughs> she has like, yeah, won I, that. Then her and Corey Jade won the tag belts. Then yep. Corey immediately turns on her, basically. Uh, or somewhat immediately. Yep. Then they feud. Then then there's the Iron Survivor win. Then they immediately end up having to put the title on her because of the Mandy Rose situation. Even though I think they were probably planning on, on waiting at least a little while before they did the title change. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, no, no. Roxanne Perez had, had, had 
had a very eventful 2022. <laughs> and a really, unfortunately, a really rough, kind of a rough 2023. You know, she had the injury situation. They took the title from her. Then she was able to come back anyway. But they still decided her, to not have her win that ladder match that Indy Hartwell won. And then no. Indy Hartwell almost immediately had to, <laughs> had to vacate the title. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. She she has not had the greatest run of luck. No, no, no. She has not. No, no, no. But 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 a really good twenty twenty. A, 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 a really good rookie year, though. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to be surprised if she bounces back at some point here. Um, uh, you know, another segment that did uh, get me to laugh. Uh, this time around, uh, the fact that now JC Jane is enrolling in classes at Chase U. This oh, is a story in no way did I think I want, uh, but I have really been enjoying the hell out of just because of like the John Hughes like uh, movie tropes that uh, yes, continue exactly to go it, on. Yes, that's exactly what it is. It's, it's, pretty, <laughs> it's, 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 it's pretty funny. It's, it's, it's really entertaining. And None of these people are going to be in your main events anytime soon, but it's fun mid-card stuff. Uh, yeah, it's it, it, it's stuff that you need to fill the uh, the shows with, and uh, you know, yeah, not not everything can be the uh, the the top top thing going on. Yeah, I mean, J.C. Jane has definitely found her way more than Gigi Dolan has. Uh, agreed. Yeah, they. I mean, I'm sometimes I'm not sure that the WWE knows what to do with Gigi Dolan. Yeah, I just <clears throat> I like Gigi, but I don't know if she's going to make it on her own. I, I think part of a group or part of a team is kind of it's kind of her ceiling. Oh, it's uh, it's possible if they don't uh, at least help her out a little bit. Uh, I don't know. Uh, what else they can really do. So, um, yeah, that's, uh, what did you think of the, uh, Oscar backstage skit? Mm, I, I guess it was, it was all right. I mean, at the very end of the, it, it, it allowed Tiffany to be Tiffany. Uh, yeah. And they, it, it did feel like they really just set it up for Tiffany and uh, possibly a future match between the two, which is is fine. Like I thought, yeah. this segment was kind of weird. I mean, it kind of <laughs> was setting up a, 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 a Tiffany Fallon Henley match, which yeah, that's a downgrade for that's a downgrade for Tiffany. <laughs> but I think it, somewhere between now and you know the, the night or week after WrestleMania, Tiffany's going up. So. Uh yeah, her, her, they're just fighting time with her. Yeah, her her time down there is not uh, not going to be terribly long. Um, and then yeah, I mean, I guess is there anything to talk about with the Carmelo Hayes and Braun Breaker match itself? I I, I know we kind of nothing made really, it in nothing, reference. I mean, nothing really to talk about with with, with the match itself. It was you know a f- fine version of the. Of the you know, the couple matches they had previously no. truncated, you know. Yeah. The stuff with Cena and Heyman and then and Solo, you know, provide something of a distraction, but still Carmelo won. 
And then Carmelo attack, gets attacked by after the match by Braun Breaker, who declares himself the only true badass in the WWE. Q Bell. Q Kid Rock. Out comes the American badass version of The Undertaker, who has apparently made it his made it, you know the point that he will never be the dead man again, so anytime he shows up it's as as, as the American badass. And that's what helps him sleep at night. <laughs> I guess go for it. Uh I just kinda had to chuckle. The look of giddiness both on Vic and uh, Booker T's face when he parked the uh, bike in front of them was uh, I'm like, you guys are both fanboying out right now. Like I, I, and I guess it'd be pretty fun to see that uh, that happening no, just uh, directly in front of you. To see Undertaker, to see, especially you know on the bike doing that entrance. Also, you know earlier to see you know to see Cena, you know holding court in the ring. You know, you know, literally one guy can make noise, and Cena will I will actually react to him. <laughs> you know, personally interact with him. You know, to see see those guys like that in that setting would be pretty damn cool. Yeah, so that that really did that was one of the biggest things I took away from that segment. Honestly, was was just the shitty grins on both of their faces when uh, when Taker came out for that. And uh, oh, uh, are we getting a Braun Breaker versus Undertaker match? No, this is just a one done thing. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> <laughs> but one thing Braun Breaker did do that was the exact right thing to do, you know, in terms of, you know, who was all there, who he was in the ring with, who was watching, he went up for that choke slam. And, you know, that wasn't The Undertaker doing really doing much of anything. <laughs> Braun just went up perfect high and just perfectly and landed and sold it. You know, I, I made the comment on Twitter, like, that did more for him than any of the matches he's ever won. <laughs> uh, yeah, if you can uh, sell The Undertaker's goods, that that uh, that will really help you out. Because the last time Undertaker was on TV, he didn't physically do anything. Which was back in about, like, like January with LA Knight and Bray Wyatt, which feels like a million years ago, of course. Oh, oh my gosh, yeah. Won. Yeah. I forgot that that was a thing. He did nothing physical at that point. So he was at least feeling good enough to throw a punch and, and do a choke slam, but it was all Braun, you know, making it, making him look like a million bucks. So good on Braun. I'm sure, he, you know, you know, if he can't, if, if, if Undertaker, Paul Heyman and John Cena all come to the back and say, this kid's got it. Yo, then he's made basically. Uh, yeah, I don't think he has a whole lot to worry about, uh, no, quite but... frankly, but their seals of approval uh, would really uh, speed up the... I don't even know if they're going to speed up the process. He's another one where if we don't see him by the Royal Rumble, it almost be surprising. Maybe, uh, Maybe after stretch WrestleMania? Stretch it after WrestleMania. Because then, because then you got to commit to putting him in something important heading into WrestleMania. Oh, you know, it's you know, same thing would be with Tiffany, but maybe they will. Who knows? But 
when you need that when, when you need that new spark uh, that's when you kind of bring up new people you can bring up new people during the rumble if you've got a wrestlemania planned for them oh uh, yeah but yeah yeah somewhere between the royal rumble and and, and the week after wrestlemania yeah because you gotta stretch the the after wrestlemania period to of course a, a, a smackdown on a friday oh yeah that's uh well that might not be as a, a, a year from now that might, that might not be a thing either <laughs> Uh, I guess, uh, speaking of, uh, of main roster stuff, do you want to, uh, do a quick, uh, pass by on, uh, on Raw this week, since, uh, we well, are, uh, recording Raw on was, a uh, weird, weird fast, day. Before Raw, well, before Raw was Fastlane. Oh, yeah, there I mean, was Fastlane. Just because of the hype around, uh, that, uh, uh, I I don't know why I almost forgot because it was uh, I, uh, I I traveled to uh, Maryland this past weekend and the first thing I watched when I got home was Fastlane. Yes. Yeah, I, I have not watched SmackDown because why would I? Um, no, there's there's almost no point to watching SmackDown. Although although apparently the closing segment was 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 really good, but you know, Fastlane. Opening with Cody Rhodes and Jey Uso becoming tag team champions. Um, a little surprising for me, but you know, nice moment. Probably the best match of the show, actually. So, you know, yeah, that, that was a really fun match. Yeah, so you know, that was all fun and game. That was all fun. Um, you know, legit five only five match show. They they added nothing else, and they were out, and they were out of there, and. Two hours and 45 minutes. Uh, oh, yeah. That was uh, in here and out of here show. Uh, I do not mind those. No, no, no. Especially for this. No, no. This was fine. Um... Oh man, I kind of forgot about uh, about this. Uh, what uh, what do you think about the return of one uh, Carlito to the main roster as a uh, full time participant? They really, really misread that crowd in Puerto Rico. Yeah, I mean, just he's not going to make it. I mean. He wasn't that good 15 or so years ago, and now he's older. He looks at he looks it in the face, and he is just so massive that he can't even do the really. He's moving really slow and can't really do the things he used to do, either. You know, he, 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 he's like the reverse Christian or Rey Mysterio or whoever. <laughs> just it's it's gonna it's gonna become more and more you know apparent that you know. But again, for, for whatever reason, they bought into that pop he got at Backlash, which was this that's the ultimate you know regional pop that, that that someone could get, and thought that there's there's something to having him around full time, and I don't think there's going to be. And having the Street Profits and Lashley lose so quickly after they were finally. Uh, Hundred percent on the same page, and you know the three profits we're gonna we're, we're you know we're gonna fully invest in this you know just call it a heel turn. 
And then there's taking losses to Carlita. Uh, yeah, that's the part that, uh, to me was, uh, a bit interesting. I, I suppose I'm a little more optimistic with, uh, with Carlito. Um, but you know, I, I, I guess I think you're right in some regard just because, uh, I guess I don't know what his roster spot is. I mean, right now it's as a member of the LWO, I guess, but a secondary member, uh, you, know, you know, when Escobar's already there and we're, 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 we're just, I guess we're still doing this slow build to a heel turn, but are we even anymore? It, oh. This LWO thing has, you know, it, it, it really hit, it hit an early peak, really. You know, from between WrestleMania and Backlash, especially of course Backlash. Yeah. But then it's just yeah, there's kind of not much to it. We're dragging out, you know. Yeah. Escobar turning way too long. The other two guys, you know, whose names I never remember. Uh, Joaquin Wild and uh, uh, Cruz Del Toro. Yeah, that, 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 I wonder why I can't remember that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, they, I mean, they haven't really gotten to do anything. Uh, Escobar being out with the injury did not help matters at all. But he was really out a relatively short amount of time. It didn't feel like that should have derailed him as much as it did. Yeah. 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 This whole thing kind of got derailed. It's not really. Yeah, it's it's not really doing much for me, and you know, doing this, including the 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 Carlito return at the expense of you know this Lashley and the Street Profits act that just can't get this just just can't get out of the starting gate at all. Uh, no, they just keep on taking L's. It's like, uh, it's one of those ones where it's just like, why did you reboot the, uh, everyone's gimmick almost? If you're just gonna t- have them take L's, yeah, no, no, it does. It, it it really doesn't make any sense. It's just, it's, yeah, it's not particularly good. It was definitely it was definitely the, the weakest spot of the pay per view. Yeah, uh, yep. I, I mean, I was not surprised the the EO Oscar Charlotte Flair triple threat match. Uh, you know, it lived up to what I expected, quite frankly. Yeah, it it, it, it it ended really good. I think in the beginning it didn't really have a lot of heat, and it was a little on the slow slide, side, doing a lot of the, you know your, your your typical triple threat spots. But it, it, no, it, it yeah. built to a hot finish, and you know, Io getting to beat both of them in in, in one match is is, is 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 a big moment for her. So you know, it it it, it worked in that regard. Uh, yeah, and it gave her. Uh, Something of a signature win, which she still has uh, has been lacking. Yeah. Uh, are you ready for a WrestleMania in Indianapolis, sir? It's close enough that I could that, that, that my crew and I could get there in a drive. Uh, yes, they could. 
And uh, Indianapolis, very enjoyable city. Did it last year yes. for the uh, anniversary. Uh, dig, dig, Indy. So I, uh, I would be up for that. Whether it happens or not is a whole different uh, oh, yeah. thing. This is WWE. This is this is following the the, the London blueprint. They are begging cities to pay for to, 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 to pay for the show, or at least you know, bust out the, bust out the tax incentives. Uh, yeah, this is, uh, not surprising news, uh, from, uh, from my end here. Um, John Cena, LA Knight, taking on Solo and Jimmy, uh, good this, match, predictable outcome. Very predictable. Everything about, maybe I didn't expect Cena to be in as long as he was taking, taking the beating. But you know he's got he's he's got to do something physical that would make a great deal of sense. Uh, so, oh, you know, we'll see if it happens. There's something we didn't miss. There's something bloodline related we we didn't talk about from NXT. Paul Heyman apparently trying to recruit uh, one Ava Rain. Oh. I completely forgot about that segment, and you are correct. Yeah, but no, no, they, they, they tried to make it a, a, a sly little thing. That is true also, because they just did yeah. it as a uh, a little short clip video situation. Now, she is in no way ready as a wrestler for, for a main roster spot, but if the idea really isn't for her to wrestle for, a, a, you know, for some time on the, on the main roster, but... Join the bloodline, you know. Declare her loyalty to, to Roman Reigns. Essentially, joining another cult <laughs> <laughs> before her father shows up to, <laughs> to, to to try and rescue her. Yeah, yeah. This this this, this could very well work. Uh, yeah, that would be a, an interesting angle for them to work if they uh, if they decide to go that route. And like you said, I mean, she wasn't really wrestling on NXT that much. No, 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 no. I mean, and they might have to be realistic about her wrestling future with the state of her body heading into all this. With you know her her knee, you know, just 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 having bad, just losing the genetic, genetic lottery and having bad knees. Uh, no. So yeah, no, no, but no, no. Definitely a twist that I I, I, I wasn't ex- expecting, and adding more fuel to the fire that her dad might actually show up this time. <laughs> uh, yeah, if she goes up to the main roster and declares her loyalty, uh, I, I I might start thinking it'll come true. Yeah, uh, we have uh, we have a little way to go before we uh, before we get there though. Um, uh, that aside, uh, main event time for Fastlane, Shinsuke taking on Seth Rollins. Um, much better, 
Mask and Payback. <laughs> <laughs> well, and they also did do something smart before this match, which I, I, I believe does need to be mentioned also, is uh, they did establish that uh, because Damian Priest was hit by the briefcase in the knee, he was, the Judgment Day had talked him out of cashing in the briefcase. Yeah. I thought that that was a good uh, story line to uh, to throw out there so that you didn't have idiots like us out here questioning why he didn't go after Seth Rollins after this match. Yeah, right. So, uh, but yeah, uh, Seth Rollins ends up, uh, winning in a dog fight. Uh, yeah, didn't get, I guess they just did not want to strap up Shinsuke. No, no, no. They're, they're definitely keeping that belt on Seth so that he can now face Drew McIntyre at, 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 at Crown Jewel. Once again, in the slow burn way that they're doing this with, with, with McIntyre, have been the biggest fan of it, but if you introduce Seth and the title into it, it makes more sense. It's you know, is McIntyre lulling Seth in to think, oh yeah, this is going to be a fun, this is going to be a good fair match, and, oh. and, and, and 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 then he lowers the boom, or does he lose and go and and, and finally completely snap? You know, there, you know, there, 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 I guess there's two ways you can go there. Yeah, I did find, uh, I believe we complained about it last week, I did find the presentation a lot more palatable this week. Like you said, because they kind of put him in a situation where uh, his actions do make some degree of sense. Yes. He is acting from from pure selfishness. Yes. And and pure survival mode. That's the only reason he 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 stopped Dominic from bringing the briefcase to the ring. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, and and he did explain that. So yeah, I things did work out. Uh, I feel like pretty well for uh, for them in that uh, in that regard. That his uh, yeah his character makes a lot more sense, and it does stretch out when Seth ends up having to defend the championship already rather than him begging for another championship match in between. Yeah. Which is just kind of silly anyway. Uh, Trying to think of some other highlights of of Raw, and as I'm running through these matches, uh, I am not... Raw wasn't wasn't much. I, I mean, I I, 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 I like the Becky Lynch, uh, you know, Tegan Knox match. I thought that was good, and I guess we're we're, we're moving towards Tegan Knox, you know, going heel and having more and having more of a personality, having more of a character going forward. Um, I kind of wish they they built people up more for these Becky matches than having you know throwing them against Becky Cold and Becky having to do the, the lion's share of the work. I also really would like them to stop, uh, you know, stop foreshadowing Becky's next match before the match she's about to have it, it even goes to the ring. Because now we have we've had Josiah Lee, uh, you know, chat, you know, confront Becky. She already has the match with Leah Valkyria. You know, 
announced for Halloween Havoc, so you kind of knew that, you know, Tegan Knox was, was not winning this match. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah. It, it would be nice for them not to telegraph things. And, uh, cause they, they did do an okay job, I think, with, uh, doing a couple of backstage, not backstage, pre recorded vignettes for Tegan Knox. They did. They did a good job explaining her journey with the injuries and everything. I, I, I thought that I thought that was very well done. Yeah, but I do think that uh, to, to your point that she they need to continue to work on that if they want her to be a fully fleshed out character. Well, I, I mean, I mean, now it looks like she's going heel, so we, you don't need to get sympathy for her. But yeah, she, no. she definitely needs to have a, a fully fleshed out character. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, because uh, one, of, yeah, one of the other matches, which uh, also uh, calls into question what is exactly going to happen with the women's championship. Uh, Nia Jax, Raquel Rodriguez, no contest uh, because Rhea Ripley decided to uh, get herself involved, and so did Shayna Baszler. Obviously, building to a fatal four-way, probably at Crown Jewel, because next week they're going to get we're, we're going to get a Rhea Shayna match that's probably not going to have a finish when the other two get involved. <laughs> so you know, we're going to get the paint by my mother's thing to build to a four-way, and you know what? It's you know it's the four most physically intimidating women on the roster, you know, cl- clashing with each other. I made the comment uh, a, a, a women's prison movie just broke out. <laughs> yep, that works. Oh, so uh, yeah, that uh, that could be a fun match. I guess we'll uh, end I up. Know, it'd be fun. It's, it's, it would probably be the best use of Nia Jax because a lot of these these bigger people can thrive in in that kind of four way scenario where they don't have to do fifty percent of the work. They can do their their big person spots and look impressive without it having to carry the lion's share of any, of, of any load. Yep, and you can always get the uh, th- three people uh, take her out so that uh, she doesn't have to do uh, much of that work. Uh, and you kind of get relegated to a three-person match. Uh, do you like uh, Michael Cole, investigative reporter, sir? That man has an S tough that, that, that type of question since Desert Storm. <laughs> I mean, I mean, wow, he was going, he, he was going in on Cody, poor Cody. Wow, well, what did Cody do to him? <laughs> yeah, I don't know what uh, what Cody may or may not have done to him. Um, it, I I did kind of uh, laugh though. I'm like, man, we haven't really seen that out of Michael Cole and. Quite some time. But they are setting a table for Cody to go after to go after Roman Reigns again by you know basically having oh. pull out go out there and say, Are you chicken, Cody? You chicken? You <laughs> 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 might as well have done that. <laughs> 
Oh man. Uh yeah, I guess uh we'll we'll see. I he has definitely been dabbling in Roman Reigns business. And yes, I, I, I I do not think that that's going to go undetected. Uh, no, 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 yes. We, 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 the, our, our, our tribal chief has a, a lot to talk about on Friday. Uh, yeah, yeah. He, he, he's he been gone long enough that, uh, uh, yeah, that, that, that there's a lot on the menu uh, for him to go over. And it'll be interesting to see what order he goes over them, because I don't think that that's going to be uh, the first order of business. No, no, the first order of business needs to be, is Jimmy actually in the black, actually in or not? <laughs> <laughs> Oh. Because he has not given Jimmy his his, his seal of approval to return yet. Uh, uh, yeah, they have really drugged that out, and they've done a good job of kind of reminding you that they've drugged that out, honestly. Yes, they have. So, um, uh, yeah, we'll see, we'll, we'll see what Roman gets into this Friday. That'll be uh, something for next week's uh, podcast. Uh, I don't think it'll, is it? Yeah, it will be for next week's podcast. Also, Bronson Reed taking on Gunther. Oh boy, that heel, a weird heel versus heel match, but definitely not something I'm not unexcited for. <laughs> uh, yes, I, I, I'm excited for that match. Uh, I believe it might. I don't know if it's you and I talked about Bronson Reed not having anywhere to go because of Gunther. So it's kind of interesting that he yeah, is taking on the guy yeah, that no, is no, no. blocking his spot. Yeah, I mean, they had to do something. I mean, Bronson Reed has been picking up wins lately. It's just like, it, it's got to be in service of something. And yes, he's going to his, 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 get his Gunther match. He won't win his Gunther match, but he's getting his Gunther match. <laughs> Yeah, and I did uh, get a little bit of a hoot out of the uh, Ludwig Kaiser uh, package. I'm not quite sure why it was on TV. Why did we get? It, it, it feels like they, they it feels like they missed some steps here. <laughs> <laughs> there was also that vibe too. <laughs> he, he, he's still an Imperium. He, he, he's still teaming with Vinci. I don't know if we, we remember that or not. Uh, they have they did not release Mister Vinci in, in the last round of cuts. He, he is still technically a part of Imperium. He was on that show. Uh, yeah, that that was the other part that I'm like, huh? Like, why is he the only one getting a segment out of this group? If Vinci had gotten one later, I'm like, okay, they're just uh, playing even Stevens here. But I'm like, hold on, why is why did it just end up being Ludwig here? <laughs> and then, of course, they're doing this while Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn are in the ring. It's playing on the screen. It's gonna it come back. Kevin Owens is like. What was that? <laughs> uh, uh, Kevin Owens, uh, the gift that uh, that keeps on giving. <laughs> uh, his uh, his visceral reactions to uh, to things really uh, really makes my day. Which then leads us to the main event of Monday Night Raw, and you know. Good tag match. 
no reason for it not to be a good tag match. Oh. Interestingly, you know, you know, Jay and Cody retain clean. The Judgment Day doesn't interfere or anything. But in what might be a bit of an unearned moment, Kevin Owens choosing that moment to uh, accept Jey Uso. Ring a little oh. hollow to me. Just because it's just like, it, did, it didn't feel like there was enough of a build up to that. I mean, he didn't really. He, he beat out of he beat, he beat out of a match. I mean, uh, yeah, he keep he, he has been pretty steadfast, and you've got to prove it to me uh, through your actions. And uh, yeah, this was not a we need to fight it out to you know to come to terms, which you can do. Uh, yeah, this one seemed like uh, you, you needed more actions out in the world, and. Jay hasn't quite provided those yet. Other than yeah, being but, a good tag partner. But I mean, we can see where everything is going. It's you know Survivor Series, War Games, all the big all the major baby faces against oh. the combined forces of the Bloodline and the Judgment Day. Oh. <clears throat> uh yep. Yep, that would be uh, pretty surprising if that did not happen. Yeah. We, 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 it's what we've been building to, really, yes. Yeah, we have definitely drawn the battle lines uh, and uh, mostly connected the dots here. So uh, it, uh, it, it will not be surprising when it, uh, when it comes to fruition here. And what, a month? It's about, well, it's about, seven, it's about six or seven weeks now because it's the end of the month. Oh, okay. So it's the, the, the Saturday after Thanksgiving, and then what? Because Crown Jewels three weeks before that on the first Saturday of the month. Oh, that makes sense to push it back a little bit. Uh, unfortunately, because of the uh, usual travel schedule, I will probably not get to that uh, uh, on that Saturday. But uh, you know, I'm sure I'll get to it before we end up recording. Uh, anything else to talk about before we uh, mosey on out of here, sir? Uh, I think we I think we hit everything pretty good this week. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the only thing we uh, maybe could have uh, tried to squeeze in is collision, but nah, that's okay. No, FTR lost the tag belts to to Ricky Starks and uh, Big Bill. That uh, was, that's pretty much the only thing that happened. Yeah. Well, and that was yeah. I. You know, of all the storyline foibles that uh, AEW has, uh, and, and I know that I tweeted about it, uh, losing your championship because you're injured is uh, something that they have actually done twice within recent history. Yeah, they have. They, 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 they've done a good job with it, yes. So, uh, hey, small victories. Small victories. Yeah, so, it's like, yeah. FTR is going to take a little time off, and Ricky Starks, at least at least for everything else they've been doing with Ricky Starks, he's got a belt. Uh, oh, yeah. I, I, I think that he might get a little bit of traction now. Yeah. Because, honestly, I still don't feel like they put a lot of faith in FTR. No. They just keep going back and forth. 
do we want to stay here or not? And then, and then, and then, you know, uh, we're yeah. punk friends, and we, we support punk, but it is that, it's just... It, well, yeah, and... They're, uh, they're a great tag team, but there's things about them personally that annoy me. <laughs> <laughs> well, and da- well, da- you may you remind me of the fact that Dax was like, "Oh, hey, when we say top guys out, I don't mean out. We're staying here forever, or something like that." Was yeah. uh, what his post was on uh, the X. Uh, um, and it's just like, uh, okay, like that's kind of a weird one to me, dude. <laughs> To say that, like, we know that you just signed a contract. Yeah, that's true. I mean, they did a sign, so, 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 so they're going to be around a while, but... Uh, yeah, yeah, but I, I, I guess I... And I don't know if it's another one that... Maybe it's just been because... I know that everyone hasn't been injured, but they've definitely been banged up. Because, I mean, he had a bunch of kinesio tape on himself. Yeah, I, I'm going to say... I'm, Yes, the, the the injuries are very real, and they're going to take some time away. Uh, yeah. So, okay, Doke. Uh, let's uh, let's actually get out of uh, out of the wrestling talk. Uh, when I was uh, traveling this past weekend, uh, and we uh, found ourselves in uh, in Maryland, we ended up hitting uh, Elder Pine Brewing and Blending Company. And uh, I tried there a sleep on the forest floor double hazy IPA, and it was beyond delicious. Uh, so I ended up buying a bunch of beer and bringing it home because I had faith that I was going to have more good beer. And you know what? I was correct. The beer that I had tonight uh, was in awe of... And uh, it's uh, pineapple and guava, fruited sour ale, 5% alcohol, uh, with pineapple and pink guava. Uh, Yeah, just a really nice, subtle uh, pink, uh, or yeah, like it has this nice uh, low quality, not low quality, uh, high quality sourness to it, but it isn't super pungent. It does have... A little bit of sweetness in there, which I enjoy to help set off a little bit of the sourness from the, yeah, the pineapple gives it the sour, the guava kind of gives it a nice little body, and uh, yeah, great, uh, great, great summer beer, and uh, there may be some persons in uh, that uh, get to taste this beer uh, some other time. So, should uh, should one find themselves in Maryland, uh, I highly suggest going to because where oh gaithersburg maryland uh, that's exactly where it was uh i i would really suggest that maybe if you're in maryland they might sell it in a store somewhere uh 100 go for it they uh have some very very good beers and i'm looking forward to reviewing other beers from them on this very podcast you can find us uh at stunt granny you can find us uh, at a lot of places, whether it's Apple Podcasts, uh, Google. Oh, I keep on forgetting Google's going away too to YouTube Music. Um, what else? Spotify and uh, iHeartRadio. There we go. I needed to revamp the three after revamping the three. So uh, this is at Defrango Eleven. He is at Stunt Cali. Have a good night, grandkids. <laughs>